0: The secret of getting ahead is getting started. With this, we introduce you to The Senpai, an influencing podcast established by the members of SCMS Bangalore. We move with mission to change, inspire and express. We are excited to start this project to connect with people and learn. Our first step starts with talking to a person who is a skilled communicator, loves to connect with people, owns his own podcast, anything and everything show, and knows how to put his point across, knowing his view on various topics, will not only enrich our knowledge, but will also give us a new perspective. What's more interesting is that he has been featured on India Today twice. So let's welcome Mr. Ali Sadiq from Srinagar Kashmir to put out his point of view on the topic NFTs and blockchains.
1: Hi, Karnika. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and I look forward to a fruitful session where we will uh, hopefully talk about uh, the NFT and crypto and blockchain space and hopefully make some people more aware about the continuously developing technology. And it's very new. So, not a lot of people know about it. So, we hope to make some more people aware about it.
0: Definitely. So, first of all, how are you? How are you doing?
1: I'm perfectly fine. How are you? How's I'm
0: also perfectly perfect. Thank you so much for asking. So, first of all, let's talk about blockchain. So basically, blockchain Mm -hmm. was started in, the research was started in 1990 and it was implemented in 2009 by an unknown person, Satoshi Nakamoto, who invented Bitcoin with the help of the technology of blockchain. Right, sir?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right.
0: Okay, so next, I have given you something brief, people. Now, we'll ask some interesting questions to Mr. Sadiq. So, let's start. Sir, are you ready to answer the questions?
1: Yes, I am definitely ready. Let's move on with it.
0: Okay, so here goes your first question. What is blockchain?
1: So, uh, blockchain, if you take it very literally, uh, it's the easiest way to understand it. You can just think of it as a number of blocks on a chain. It's as simple as that and it is a system of recording information in a way which makes it difficult or impossible almost uh, to hack or cheat basically. So it is essentially a digital ledger of transactions which is duplicated and distributed across an entire network of computer systems on the so-called blockchain. Uh, Each block on the chain contains a number of transactions. It's like keeping a record. If you would keep a record in your notebook or in your ledger of the transactions you do as a business person, uh, that's essentially what blockchain is on a digital platform. And it is a a record of that transaction is added to every participant's ledger. Uh, The decentralized database, it is not centralized or regulated by any central authority at all. That's why it's called a decentralized database. It is managed by multiple participants who are now known as distributed ledger which is now known as distributed ledger technology. So the ledger is basically distributed among a num, uh, amongst a number of people who control the database and it is basically used to do transactions which can't be uh, like I said cheated uh, with or which can't be hacked and every time some person uh, so-called person if they would try to hack one block on the chain or change it somehow it would immediately become apparent that it has been tampered with and blockchains such as bitcoin and ethereum which are the two biggest cryptocurrencies uh, they use their own blockchains are constantly and continuously growing as blocks like every time even the smallest transaction takes place it's growing Uh, so even if you try to change it or hack it It is uh, such a monumental task, it would take such a long time that eventually somebody would figure it out. And again, like I said, it would become very evident that it has been tampered with. So essentially, if uh, you wanted to give somebody a crash course on what blockchains are, uh, this is it.
0: That's great. And I guess this will help people to keep their data more secure and more safe.
1: It would definitely help people in keeping their financial data transactions more secure and safe. It is the foolproof way of doing so.
0: Okay. So but why it is gaining too much popularity, like everywhere, wherever we go, all these people are talking about either blockchain or NFTs. First let's talk about why blockchain.
1: It has a, I think there are a number of reasons, both uh, in context to the times we are living in and uh, in context to the technology itself, which is very interesting. Uh, Now let's, speaking about the time we are living in, uh, if you would note that before the COVID-19 pandemic started, nobody even talked about cryptocurrency or uh, blockchains or anything that we're going to talk about today. It has all happened post-pandemic and the simple reason being that once people got to sit at home and uh, got more uh, time on their hands, they started exploring more stuff and uh, they came across this immaculate tool that they could use in their day-to-day life, which would help their financial uh, transactions immensely and that is how it has gained popularity. And the technical part of it or the technology itself, as I just said a few moments ago, is it's very secure in nature. It has no uh, vulnerabilities, so to speak. And it is a very easy and very direct way of doing transactions and doing financial activities that would otherwise be a challenge in real life. And I think those are the main two reasons why it's gaining so much popularity and why particularly blockchains are used. In times uh, like today,
0: that's great. That's amazing, even. I guess the whole world will change with the help of blockchains.
1: Yes, I had spoken about um, this in my own podcast on one of my episodes where I had said that, in my own personal opinion, that in the next 10 years, uh, I give it 10 years, the whole way we deal with finances. And we deal with money is going to change. And blockchain and cryptocurrency is going to have a huge part or a huge role to play in that. So, yes, it's definitely going to change how we think about money, how we use money, what we use money for. And uh, I think it has its demerits, of course. It has some cons, but what doesn't? Even paper money has cons. So, I think it is going to be beneficial for us as a human race.
0: That's nice, that's great. So can you please tell us like where nowadays blockchain is getting used?
1: Uh, The the answer to that question is very simple. I just spoke about cryptocurrencies that is the main application of blockchains nowadays. And uh, later on I'll tell you how it's used with non-fungible tokens or NFTs which we are going to talk about further down the road in this episode and uh, it is that's the main application of blockchains but blockchains uh, interestingly enough have a lot of interesting applications outside finance also it can be used in other parts of the um, technological spectrum and uh, it can be of great benefit to humankind
0: that's great but somewhere i have read uh, like Recently, the blockchain is getting used in medical part, in real uh, in real estate, just to avoid some confusions, and definitely in crypto and Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, like I said, like if you tamper with a blockchain, or if you tamper with any particular transaction on one single block of a blockchain, it will become very evident that it has been tampered with, uh, even more evident than our usual digital transactions that happen nowadays, like net banking, etc. It is even more foolproof than that because even though our um, uh, financial technology or our fintech has progressed so much over the years we have gone from paper money to uh, credit and debit cards to online banking to upi to a host of new uh, ways to make, uh, send people money get money receive money uh, but still the scams happen cyber scams happen every day people get cheated out of money every day and this is a great way to prevent that it would reduce it a lot would reduce it by a great margin if not prevent it on 100 percent.
0: That's nice that's great even. okay we'll proceed to the next question how is solidity language used in blockchain?
1: So um solidity is basically a programming language uh, which is used to program a blockchain uh, sorry a blockchain. So, uh, it is a programmable language, which is mainly the main uh, way in which Solidity language is used is for Ethereum, the cryptocurrency Ethereum, uh, that is where the Solidity programming language is mainly used, it's like, uh, you, you know, it's like Python or C++ or Java, it's a language like that, but why it's, uh, it has special emphasis here is because it's particularly used for blockchain technology, and uh, it is you could say it is based on uh, existing programming languages like C++, Python and Java. So, it uses similar language structures uh, which are found in these languages. So, developers, developers, uh, it becomes very easy to use this for a new application which is blockchain which we are talking about. Uh, Solidity is nothing but a programming language.
0: Okay. it's a sort of a programming language which is only used for blockchains and bitcoins, right?
1: Especially used for blockchains and crypto, not only, uh, but okay. mostly, you could say it is used for that. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's great. So basically, we have a language also for cryptos and for blockchains, right?
1: Yeah. A developing, la- developers' language. Yes, exactly. Programming language.
0: That's great. Okay. We'll proceed to the next one. What are the things we need mm-hmm. to keep in mind while dealing with the blockchains?
1: I think you, the, the question you should be asking is what what are the things you should keep in mind while uh, dealing with cryptocurrency because uh, blockchain is particularly a very technical aspect of the whole uh, scenario which is more of, of use to developers and people who are in the programming part of this. And I think, uh, but definitely like if you want to get educated or you want to learn about blockchains, there are uh, hundreds of courses available online where you can learn about blockchains and whatever you have to do with blockchains. And I think everybody who wants to deal with cryptocurrency in any manner should start with, uh, you know, uh, getting to know about blockchains and what it is about because it's the basis of everything. It's the basics that you should begin with. Anybody looking to get any knowledge or uh, any preparation in this way, should start with blockchain and um, what the things are we should keep in mind while dealing with cryptocurrency is that it is not as simple as it seems, it is not uh, very straightforward. You need to be very uh, acutely interested in it to get to to know the ins and outs of it and uh, otherwise it can very much prove to be a, a tool which could cause destruction financial destruction in your case, like if you just put money in Bitcoin or let's say Ethereum without understanding how it works and what it actually, what, what causes it to causes it to fluctuate or um, what are the nuances associated with it, uh, it could prove particularly harmful. So I would suggest whoever is getting to know about uh, anything to do with crypto or blockchains should educate themselves first. That would be the first step to begin with and they could move on from there
0: that's great okay do you think blockchains will help in reducing corruption because india is a country which is highly corrupted what do you think not only india there are a lot of countries which uh, which are highly corrupted so do you think blockchains will help
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah, I was about to say the same thing that corruption is a global problem, uh, we are more uh, us, we are more uh, brazen in India I would say with uh, anything to do with corruption and it is like everybody knows, uh, yeah. abroad or in other countries it would be more of a scandalous thing which would like come out once in a while and uh, people would be scandalized it because they do not expect it to happen there but it happens everywhere, uh, corruption is a global uh, phenomenon and a globe too. And uh, particularly, like at least in the context of present times, it wouldn't directly affect corruption in a way. But what it would be useful for is reducing uh, cybercrime. It would uh, reduce cheating, financial cheating, or frauds, financial frauds. Definitely, they would go down by a huge margin. And uh, if transaction would for example uh take place in crypto across all platforms and and every step of uh, uh in every aspect of our lives uh, excuse me it would be very much beneficial also and eventually it would actually help corruption too because you can't cheat with block blockchains like i just said yes. uh, you try to tamper with it it becomes very evident so if it becomes like a Part of our culture, a part of how we do, uh, part of how we do things in uh, our country, particularly, it would help with corruption too. But mainly, it would reduce uh, scams and frauds and uh, stuff like that.
0: Okay, that's great. But somewhere in future, we can hope that crypto, that sorry, blockchain will help in reducing the corruption. I'm not saying that zero corruption, but reducing the corruption.
1: Eventually but the more uh, but the effect that would you you would observe more is how it would help with reducing cheating and fraud it would help with corruption definitely in the long run but that takes a, that should have a, a much wider uh, acceptance and usage of blockchain in every aspect of our life for it to show its effects on corruption Uh, it would be more beneficial and it would be more evident in the scope of uh, financial scams and frauds and stuff like that.
0: That's great. Okay. So we can hope new world coming towards us with the help of this blockchain technology, right? Definitely. Let's move to the next part of the conversation that is NFTs, non fungible tokens. So, here goes your first question for the second part, sir. Are you ready for it?
1: Mm -hmm, Definitely.
0: Okay. So, what is NFTs?
1: So, as you said, NFTs basically stand for non-fungible tokens, uh, basically means non-replaceable tokens. And it is if you want it in a very simple way, it just means uh, digital art uh which cannot be owned by more than one person at a time which is unique to the single person who owns it because it has a particular hash associated with it what is a hash a hash is a, a particular code you could say for a uh, transaction on the blockchain which makes that transaction yours And nobody else can have the same hash, hence, nobody else can own the particular piece of art. So, NFTs is a particularly uh, new phenomenon, even newer than blockchain and crypto in our context. And people have been buying and selling NFTs online for crazy amounts of money. And uh, it has become sort of, you could say, it has started to mimic how uh, stock markets or how the virtual art auction world works and it is basically a mona lisa for the internet you could say that and uh, that's how nfts function people buy and sell art over the internet and uh, not one person can own a piece of art uh, not more than one person can own a piece of art at a particular time there is this power and concept key if you have a particular nft piece of digital art, you could just take a screenshot and it would become yours. That's not true. You could show that particular screenshot to a million people also, but at the end of the day, when the verification part happens, uh, who owns that piece, it will be the person who had bought it because of their uh, presence on the blockchain. That is NFTs in a nutshell for you.
0: That's nice. Okay. So we can see that crypto is a part of NFT, right? Crypto, Bitcoins, are the parts mm. of NFTs, right?
1: Uh, crypto and Bitcoins are cryptocurrencies. It's money which is part of the blockchain. NFTs are a part of uh, the blockchain in extension to uh, cryptocurrency. That's how it works.
0: Okay, that's nice. So what is crypto? Like from to scratch, what is crypto?
1: Crypto. Actually, if you say like that, so sort of cryptography, and that's what it basically. Cryptography basically means uh, something which is encrypted, which is hidden, which is secret, which is not known to everybody, and something which is secure. So that is how cryptocurrencies get their uh, naming from because they're secure digital currencies uh, which can be used to uh, conduct financial transactions. And it is decentralized currency, it is not regulated by any central authority like uh, the RBI for example. Uh, They don't regulate currency, so nobody in particular has power over that currency. And um, it is a secure form of dealing with finances which has become very popular in the present times.
0: Okay, so like if a person is having interest in crypto, so how can they invest in it?
1: uh that's a good question but before answering that question i would like to uh, make it absolutely clear for our audience that uh, when we are uh, when i am answering this question uh i'm not giving any financial advice or any particular advice on how to invest or put your hard-earned money into cryptocurrencies as such because i'm not a professional financial uh, analyst or anything like that so i can't give any advice in that regard but um, to answer your question in a very brief and direct manner. It is uh, a bit more difficult and complicated to uh, trade cryptocurrencies uh, in India than it would be in, for example, USA. Right now, there are a few options in India. One of the most popular platforms to uh, invest in cryptocurrency is Wazirx. Uh, it is is like opening a bank account. Basically, you give your details, you verify your details and then you can put money into crypto and wait it to go up in value or down in value. Uh, it is It mimics a stock market sort of model. But you can't, for example, if I had to uh, send you bitcoins, I can't do that. Uh, because we don't have a wallet which we could use uh, to trade crypto like we do uh, to trade money, for example, if we have phone pay, we have Google pay, we used to uh, send each other money, in this case, you can't do that, you can't send people uh, cryptocurrencies. And there is this widespread confusion in people because uh, right now, I think uh, Bitcoin, let's take the example of Bitcoin is uh, costing somewhere around 33-35 lakhs in that range. Uh, People think if they need to invest, they need to have 35 lakhs to put in uh, Bitcoin and that's how it works. But that's not true. You can invest as little as 1 rupee and as much as 1 crore for that matter. Because you don't have to own a whole. Bitcoin at a time, own a fraction of a Bitcoin. And this is true for all uh, cryptocurrencies. You can invest as little as you want, as much as you want. And right now, in present times, I'm sure it will change in the future, but in present times, in India, all you can do with cryptocurrency is put money in it uh, like a stock, and then uh, you, you can go from there. You can't trade crypto as such. You can just put uh, money in it, wait for it to go up or down, and then withdraw money from it. You can't trade it. So that is the current scenario in how to invest in cryptocurrencies, especially in India.
0: That's great. But there are a lot of news is coming out, so I'm asking this question. Is crypto banned in India? Uh,
1: in, in a short answer, if you want a very short answer, no. It is not particularly banned. Uh, there is no regulation about cryptocurrencies in India. Uh, it is not legal tender it is not backed by the government or any central authority which would like different the purpose of cryptocurrencies anyway but it is not banned either you can not uh, basically you won't get arrested or put in jail over possession of cryptocurrency in simple words so yeah, it's not bad
0: okay so like people can invest in crypto Indian Indians can invest in crypto in uh, yeah
1: again like not giving any financial advice or putting uh, people putting their money into crypto, but yes, uh, they can put their they can if invest. They
0: want, they can. Right?
1: exactly. If they yeah. want, they can. After they have done their proper research, hopefully.
0: Yes, please. Uh, in starting, also Mr. Sadik said, and again he is saying it, and even I am also please. First, educate yourself before investing into cryptos or blockchains or anything. Please get full knowledge. Please have a good research and please ask to good, knowledgeable people. Then only go ahead with the process.
1: Or even don't invest, just uh, do it for the knowledge part. It's all up to you, whoever's listening.
0: Yeah. It's your wish. Or even you can just listen to this podcast, grab the knowledge, then you can listen to another podcast and you can grab the knowledge from there also without investing anything. Exactly. Okay. We'll proceed to the next question. How is crypto related to blockchain? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, uh, blockchains is how crypto exists. Without blockchains, crypto would not be uh, present in our lives in any manner whatsoever. Uh, The whole point of uh, cryptocurrencies is um, the safety aspect of it, the financial secure aspect of it and how it cannot be uh, traced or how it is anonymous. Like I said, uh, crypto means uh, to have something uh, hidden or something secret which is not known by everybody. Uh, So without blockchains cryptocurrencies could not exist and uh, blockchains and the benefits of blockchains is what makes cryptocurrencies what they are today without it's a um, symbiotic relationship neither I mean it's not exactly a symbiotic relationship because blockchains can exist without crypto but for crypto uh, to exist blockchains is very important.
0: Okay, so they both need their support. Crypto needs blockchain no, support? No, uh,
1: blockchain can exist without cryptocurrencies, but, but cryptocurrencies can't exist without blockchains.
0: Okay, so basically crypto needs blockchain.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So crypto is a support system for the blockchain, right? In a it is, very precise it is a, word.
1: It is a foundational technology in which blockchains exist. It's like saying uh, I can use Instagram without any device. You can't use Instagram without any device. Uh, A device, your mobile phone can exist without Instagram if you delete Instagram off of it. But your Instagram can't exist without a technological uh, aspect of your device or a consumer electronic device. It's exactly like that. The device is the blockchain and Instagram is cryptocurrency.
0: Okay that's that's nice that's great okay do you think cryptocurrency is the upcoming future of the world
1: yeah, yeah like i said earlier also in my personal opinion it would in the next 10 years only we would be dealing in money in a completely different manner as to what we are doing right now and uh, it has got a huge role to play in our future I'm not saying it would take over all kinds of money and paper money and come and tender money would not exist but all I'm saying is and any person who is the least bit observant will say is that it will have a huge role to play, an important role to play in our future, cryptocurrency, blockchain, uh, digital technologies as such and uh, it is going to affect humanity in a major way like uh, in the internet did back in the 1980s and so on uh, it's going to be exactly the same thing and it's going to affect a lot of lives I think that is why it's important for everybody to know about it and what it is and how it works
0: that's nice that's great even I'm looking forward to the new world very soon we will have this new world and yeah, we're try this new world, I guess. Right, Mr. Sabik?
1: Yeah, that's correct. That's very much correct.
0: People say crypto is unethical. What are your views on it?
1: It is uh, not as easy as that or as simple as that. It is like saying uh, say the same thing for cash. It is like saying cash is unethical it's not the same thing if you have paid tax on that cash if you uh, it's white money then it's not unethical at all and it can't be used for illicit activities it can still be used for illicit activities but not in a major way like uh, illicit cash which is black money which you haven't paid, paid any taxes on which is used to fund black marked activities or criminal activities and crypto certainly has a very strong aspect of being used for unlawful activities uh, because it cannot be traced back to whoever had that currency in the beginning and it can in no way be connected to that person so it is used for a lot of uh, trade on the dark web it is used for a lot of trade in which there are any dubious entities involved and Uh, stuff like that. So, that is where this whole idea that cryptocurrency is unethical stems from. But, uh, like I said, it's not as simple as that. It has many aspects to it and it completely depends on what you would use it for.
0: That's nice. That's nice and that's great even. So, basically, it is not unethical, right? It's
1: not that simple it can be used for unethical activities but cryptocurrency calling cryptocurrency as a whole unethical that would be ignorant
0: okay we'll proceed to the next one do you think crypto and blockchains have power to evolve the world
1: It is already evolving the world, it is evolving how how we deal with money and I think it has the power to be a revolution also, not only an evolution, it's an evolution right now as we speak, it is changing how people deal with money and finance every day and in future it could revolutionise how we deal with money and we we could, there would be a time where we would be even not remembering what it was like to use paper money or any form of government and legal money legal uh, legally bound money uh, which has a legal backing to it so yes it is definitely an evolution in how we deal with money and uh, in my opinion in a few decades time it would certainly be a revolution too
0: okay that's great means yeah the same line I'll use we are going to see new world in this 10 years which we haven't seen either imagined I guess Yes, definitely are. Yeah. Okay. We'll move to the second last question for the day. Any advice you would like to give to the mm-hmm. listeners about NFTs or blockchains?
1: Uh, any advice that I would be giving right now is on based on the presumption that our listenership is very young and uh, uh, our college going students or are in the 18 to 25 bracket and uh, any advice particularly in regards with cryptocurrency and blockchain that's what you're asking uh so I would suggest particularly if there was just one thing which I had to suggest about cryptocurrency and blockchain would be that you should definitely educate yourselves about it. You should know what it is. If you are uh, ignorant about it or you do not know about it and you are in no way interested to know about it, you're missing out and you're falling behind. Falling behind not in a sense of the rat race and and people are like, uh, you know, moving ahead of you and you're the one who is not keeping up in a way that it will be a huge player in how your life uh, pans out in the next uh, decade or even more than a decade and I think every person should be uh, knowledgeable enough about a certain thing if they have the pre-existing assumption that it would affect them or affect their life Uh, we should know about things that affect our life and that is how we can deal with life itself.
0: Yeah, definitely. Even uh, I was listening to a guy, he was saying that blockchain can be used in voting as well in future.
1: Definitely. Uh, That would uh, be a revolution. Definitely. If blockchains are used for voting purposes and conduct elections, it would definitely root out a lot of the, uh, you could call uh, the, problems that are, exist with current methods in which we do elections which is the ballot or the electronic voting machines and it would definitely become, uh, almost eradicate any risk of uh, wrongdoing or uh, tampering which happens nowadays in our elections and that would be a great application for blockchain but i doubt that will ever come to fruition
0: i hope that will come soon that would be the great fun, then.
1: Uh, i hope so too Exactly, I hope so too. Uh, more than fun, it would actually benefit people in a very uh, direct manner and it would uh, hold governments responsible, accountable and it would actually uh, convey the messages or the wishes of the people of a nation uh, much clearer and much truer than how they are conveyed today uh, because there can be no tampering. And I, if, I, if the messages or wishes of people are conveyed in a much truer and uh, honest way, I think that is beneficial for any country
0: Yeah, definitely. and
1: the people of that country. Okay,
0: so here goes your last question for the day. How did you feel on the symbi- Uh
1: It was an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm really glad we got this opportunity to uh, speak about uh, the technology which is affecting our day-to-day life in a huge manner and will continue to do so and be a huge part of our lives in the coming future. And uh, you have been an absolutely wonderful host, and it was a great pleasure talking to you.
0: Thank you, Mr. Ali. It was a great pleasure to have you even. You are so well-versed with the things, and I hope listeners get a little idea. I won't say you will get all the ideas, but definitely, I guess you just, uh, the listeners get the idea what is crypto, what is NFTs, what is blockchains so guys please discover more about it please find more about it then only invest in these things again and again we both are saying you we are not the financial advisors so try more search more get out get the best out for yourself and yeah that's it i'm signing off i hope this podcast enriched your frame. Thank you so much. Stay connected. Keep expressing. Keep connecting. And keep loving yourself. That's all what this vibe says. Bye-bye.